0: Creativity for the society is blind. the, the process, process podcast. It's the process podcast, episode 554. It's uh, another steamy Monday. Zach, you had the day off. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how's it going? What's uh, what have you done on your on your day off?
1: Uh, today I slept in, which is nice. Uh, um, that must be nice. It was very nice, and then I went out and got some some primer and some spray paint, and then came back mm-hmm. and worked on the car a little bit because it was some it was some parts uh, for the porch that I was cleaning up and nice. reprimed and and repainted,
0: so they're all nice and shiny. Is there a timeline on when the Porsche will be roadworthy at this rate?
1: Uh, probably next year, next summer. That's probably.
0: exciting. That's exciting. Ideally. Man. It's it's moving along slowly. Yeah. But slowly well, then.
1: I've got all the parts from the kit I ordered a little while ago. Oh, yeah. They all came in. So now some serious progress can be made. Nice.
0: Um, yeah. So. I guess it's easy now that it's not freezing cold outside. There is that and yeah you that's can, nice you can actually you can actually work on it without um yeah freezing your fingers off,
1: yeah, exactly,
0: nice. Is your dad helping you with it? Oh, yeah, it mostly yeah, yeah, you no it's, yeah.
1: it's my dad, yeah, nice yeah. that'll that'll be
0: cool He's short. I'm very excited for the day that that goes on its first test drive.
1: I know there's going to be like infinite content to make. <laughs> cool photos Infinite. and cool videos, and
0: you're just going to go through rolls of film with your camera, yeah, just getting shots of this. Yeah, it's did be you sick. ever get that resolved by the way? The the film, camera? uh, I've got
1: the foam to do it. I was going to do it myself, I just haven't got around to it yet. Yeah, because I'm a little scared. That's but. fair.
0: I've got a roll of film in the camera that I've got, that's probably. I'm going to say like two years old Mm. that I just haven't finished and I, and I need to, but I need to get the other roles developed and it's expensive. And there's like eight, nine roles that I have to get and I want to get them all done, but
1: eh. yeah, it'd be pricey. The, the, yeah, the best place I found was like when Ben got it developed for me at downtown camera in Toronto, Mm. it's just a because downtown, but it's, that was like, When I looked at other places around here, it was a lot more expensive than that place. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: But I, my sister got a roll developed. She got a roll of film and a disposable camera, like one of those 24 shot. Yeah. Kodak ones developed. And it came up to like 55 bucks for like close to 60 bucks for just those two.
1: Yeah. When I, uh when I got two rolls, the two rolls developed as a pain because, both of them didn't really turn out well. Um, like a downtown camera, that's like twenty five bucks a roll.
0: Twenty five bucks a
1: roll to get it developed, oh, yeah. and that's for like, that's for like regular film. Like if you had any yeah. weird like sizes or weird um, stuff going on with it, it would be more. Oh, okay. But yeah, it basically works out to be it's it's. I think it's like around twenty five bucks a roll, or so. Mm. I think like Ben. I think pays for like a membership there and it's like a yearly fee of like 20 or something bucks. Like it's, it's really cheap, but you get like, you get like a certain percent off every role developed in the year. And I think it basically works out for him. He does it. It gets it to the point where it's like 20 bucks a roll or maybe slightly less or
0: something. Okay, so what's that? That's like 15 to 20%. It might be like, yeah, I
1: think it's somewhere around there. It might be like 20 instead of 25 bucks a roll. But yeah, I mean, and that's like Hmm. one of the cheapest places I found. There's other places when I was looking that were like, you know, 30 to
0: something bucks a roll. Yeah, it's, it's, we just have to do it ourselves. Honestly, it's, it'll be more expensive up front, obviously, but long run, it's probably worthwhile.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you can buy the, uh, The black lights. Mm -hmm. You can buy like a bulb that you just screw into a regular uh, light fixture. Hmm. So it's like just like the red colored like light.
0: I could get into that.
1: Um, Apparently like any red light like that works. I don't know if red LEDs work. But like the bulb is just like it's just like a red tinted bulb because the red light just does like red light on the spectrum doesn't develop it
0: hmm. or something
1: um but you can get that yeah. and i guess you'd have to get whatever the other chemicals and stuff like that
0: yeah there's there's a whack ton of chemicals there's there's like your emulsion chemical and then your drying mm-hmm. liquid like i feel like i know my mom did it in high school in photography class i wonder if your parents did as well because like that was the thing like yeah they probably did working in the dark room was was part of your high school class
1: they probably did especially my dad because that's what his dad did in the navy he was a photographer Mm -hmm. that's right so he yeah he would know and then and then granddad's he gave me the camera he used to because he'd be in a he was in a photography club in the uk and he him and his friend he they would develop their own film yeah, I had a little shed in the backyard,
0: for, huh. and I was just developing. It was the black room, a dark room. There you go. So I could do all. I feel the like room. we could use we could use the bathroom at at the apartment because it gets pretty dark if you close all the doors. <laughs> just build it in there. That'd be <laughs> kind of funny. It'd be good for for a bathroom because then you could just um just turn the fan on when you're done and just get the fumes of all the chemicals out of there.
1: Yeah, if we had like a like a like a studio. Hmm. We could have like a little
0: developing room. I still want to buy a shipping container and like yeah. kit it out inside and just have that. Put it on like some piece of land, like find someone who will let me just put it on their land mm. somewhere nearby, somewhere where it's close enough to like a 20 to 30 minute drive mm-hmm. where I, I could go there relatively easily Yeah, and not not have to drive like super far. Um, and just get out one day I will, or have a property that has the land that I can put a shipping container on and kit it out inside and have it be super awesome. Yeah. That'd be very sweet. But a studio space, I, I was looking, um, online cause most cities have like artist type spaces yeah. that you can rent on a, on a monthly basis or. It's, it's like a lease for an apartment or a house or something where you 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 buy in for X period of time and then it, it's month to month. And if you need to leave, you just leave. Um, and like varying sizes. And some of them you have to apply and like include in your application the type of medium that you work with and all this and all that. And what, what it is as an artist that you do. But because I was looking not super seriously, but passively seriously for a little bit about like, okay, what, what is the size of a space that is in the tri city area that we could get and how much does it cost? How big is it going to be? Um, and most places were like fully booked and they're like, join our wait list. I'm like, mm. that's going to be years, years. Um, so a lot, thus I had no luck.
1: Mm
0: which was unfortunate. Um, but we went, or Justine and I went to, we did this like artist tour around Guelph last October, I think. And there was a bunch of people where they like invited you into their studio for the day. Um, and I was just shocked at the amount of spaces that were in, it was like downtown Guelph area. Mm. Um, but I was just shocked at the amount of people that had a studio space or the amount of studio spaces that were even occupied in the first place. Right. And some of these things were just like chopped full to the brim, just with canvases and boxes of stuff and paper and everything. Like some of these people probably been there for like 25, 30 years, like quite a few (laughs) of them were older people, Mm -hmm. probably retired, probably this is their, this is their thing that they do and it seems like the type of thing where you you have to get in early and just hold on to a spot or just make your own buy your own building and start renting it out to other people which that mm. could be cool too then you're like a studio curator director type person but right haven't had any luck um successfully nailing down a place and i went everywhere like craigslist facebook marketplace the little um like community section of the the main newspaper from Kitchener, Waterloo, and Cambridge. I don't remember what the Cambridge one is called, but I tried. Mm-hmm. No luck. So we got to build our own.
1: Yeah, that or like have BDC uh, successful, us so we can just buy a place, like a studio, yeah. a studio. You just pay the rent.
0: Pay the rent. God, somewhere. That'd
1: be so cool to have a nice studio, man. I just concrete floors and some cram, just fully decked out in IKEA furniture mm-hmm.
0: ikea and uline get those big desks ikea and
1: uline and just like posters and artwork on the wall and shelves mm-hmm. full of fucking lego models oh man and we're just there just like fucking designing
0: it is a very aspirational thing to look to and it's what helps. It's it's what gets me up in the morning where I'm like, yeah, no, I, I want to get up. I want to do shit like this. And I want to continue doing it. Cause I like going to the office to do work, but I don't get like super excited about it. I only get super excited about it when they bring in food. <laughs> like, it's a great place to work, but it's not the studio environment that I envisioned in design school. Yeah. Which is fair. It's more office y than than design studio because it needs to be.
1: Um, yeah. I feel like the only time you would get that vibe is like of what we thought a studio was like, is if you're in some like actual design studio, like, mm-hmm. like a, um, a brand, you know, design agency or. Yeah. You know, an actual studio where it is just people sitting at desk drawing stuff and
0: building stuff. Yeah. Or if you work at a place where your design team is more than five people. It's like Mm. 50, 60 people. And okay, design has its own building. Everyone else has their own building. Like the whole, everyone's just got like little corners of the office. Um, But like a big proper studio space is, it's just one of those things that, I'd almost wanna build a place. Like buy a piece of land and build something there from the ground up because then you can be the architect the general contractor the graphic designer the interior designer Mm -hmm. and get everything the way you want it it's probably a hell of a lot it almost definitely is a lot hell of a lot more work that way
1: more work more more money for sure yes i just like the idea of seeing like uh there's a guy i follow on instagram and he has a nice little studio and he had a little video of like what it looked like before when he was moving in and it looks like now and it's not a massive place by any means. It's pretty small. And it was just like a regular like, you know, concrete floor, concrete walls or brick walls or something. Uh, one wall has like big windows, but they're pretty high off the ground. Hmm. Um so it's more like light coming in from the top kind of thing. And I love ha- seeing just like an empty kind of square, rectangularish room, but mm-hmm. then transform forming it in that way way making it more of an actual space you know obviously yeah like Mm -hmm. doing it from scratch like you said that'd be best case scenario but there's also something fun about like your like the variable of the what like what the space layout is is fixed and now you have to like be as creative as you can of like Mm -hmm. making that space not just a rectangle room anymore
0: you have to you have to work within the constraints that you're given. <laughs> yeah. And not that's always not fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Um oh, also really quick, I'm matching you with Yeti now. I got bl- I got oh. the black one too. It's got me it. Hell yeah. So now oh, okay. I don't have
0: the black one. I have the navy oh, blue Oh okay. One. I was gonna say on screens the darker looks black, one. but okay, I got the black It does one. look very black. Um no, I, I got blown the away. navy one because it, it matched my 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 back. Right.
1: That's right, black. true. The, I know these things aren't cheap but holy fuck the quality blows my mind it yeah it's insane like I put like ice in this like like more than 24 hours ago and it's still in here wow like big chunks like it's it's very well insulated very I they're like what these
0: ones that the ones that this one's like what was it 55 bucks after tax 60 bucks after tax yeah something like that maybe something like that But it's worth it. Fuck, it's worth it. It's so worth it. I I only I exclusively use this thing. Yeah, it's easy to clean too, which I love. Yeah, the threads feel nice. Like the threads feel
1: quality as well. Very sturdy. Big fan of it. Big big fan.
0: Uh, I've dropped it from like shoulder height, standing shoulder height, and it just got like the tiniest little dent Mm. in the side of it. Like just the tiniest little. Tiniest little nick. Mm. And it's and it's fine. And it I do like that it gathers it over time, it gets this nice little patina. Mm-hmm. Like scratches here and there. And it's weathering. Yes. Classic weathering. Um, that was a side tangent. Um
1: yeah. But anyways, yeah, studio space like that. About. Oh, yes. Would be fucking crazy. Yeah.
0: Speaking of studio spaces the Scott, you Jan guy that you told me about last week. So I went, um, a couple days later and on the weekend I sat down and watched his videos all the way through. Um, was very impressed. The videos themselves are just great. Right. Yeah. Like content aside, they're well shot. They're well put together and they, they've got a, I'd call it like a a a playfulness in the way that he's putting these things together, uh, and like time stuff to the music. And there's one shot in the new video that he has and the camera's on a slider and the camera's moving, um, as it, as it does on the slider thing. And he's got a bunch of his items set up on the table in front of him. Um, and you don't really notice this, but there's a bunch of different lights in the scene, but only one of them is on at each time. Mm. And as the slider goes along, um, the shot changes, but the only thing that changes in the shot is the light that is on. And so it's lighting the scene differently, but it goes in time with each beat of the music. Mm. And it was just it was just fantastic. Um, but the most recent video he put out, I was a little bummed when I finished all the videos on Friday because there was no more and there was like eight to watch. Yeah, it's not Um name. And the most recent video was like, what, three months ago or eight months ago, something mm-hmm. like that. I thought, okay, well, like all good things, it must come to an end and it's not going to last forever. So I wasn't expecting anything much from it. Um, perused his website for a bit and enjoyed the the style of it. And then we went out on Sunday and got back and I was sitting on the couch relaxing um, and I flicked on YouTube on the TV and I see a new video from Scott Eugen and it's I think it's called Why White Mm -hmm. pertaining to why he paints everything that he uses and all of his tools and why he prints everything in white. And I think it's like an eight minute video um, and it's really well done it's well put together it's clean and his explanation about why white is also um is also pretty interesting i won't spoil it too Mm. much um but it comes down to what you would expect like cleanliness it's simplicity um but he did bring a point which i will spoil um which i didn't really consider um but he said like a lot of these products that he has, like a lot of the tools and the drills and the glue guns and the knives and stuff, they've, they've all, they all have different like material finishes. Not one of them is consistent. And he's saying if he's got all these tools out all over his desk, when people come over or even in videos, it's just like a barrage of color. Mm -hmm. But if he paints everything white, everything just kind of blends into the background and you don't actually pay attention to it. Mm. I think he's, I could be paraphr- I am paraphrasing, but he said something to the effect of it. It becomes more of a like a piece of decor than an actual tool when you're not using it, and it just kind of recedes into the background. Um, uh, you know that's a very that's a very fair example. Um, I'll take it and I want to do what he does with all of my shit now where Paint it all a certain color. Put these little labels on it. He puts the label on it when he buys stuff. Um, so now I really need to get a label maker. I know. This is what, I was looking at the um, one
1: that he uses, a little label printer one.
0: Is it a is it a pricey one?
1: It's not cheap. That's, yeah, that's, it's, fair. <laughs> that's it's not, fair. It's
0: not. It's not. It's not cheap. Um, prime Day is tomorrow, maybe, or I guess it Prime Day is today when this comes out, but.
1: Uh yeah, let me have a quick look because I have it on my list. Um, because as soon as I watched the video where he's going through all his tools, I just added all of them to my.
0: Smart. Uh, that glue gun that he's got is pretty sweet.
1: The glue gun's nice. Uh, that printer, it's a, uh, it's I, I, believe it's the the brand Brother.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The uh P Touch Cube Plus smartphone and PC label maker. Hmm. A hundred
0: and thirty-one dollars. Whoa. Yeah, I think I'll be good with the with a cheap one then. I'm okay.
1: Yeah, I was like, ah, oh. but the the uh, tape measure that he has, I really want is like twenty six bucks. It's cheap.
0: Okay, that's totally doable. Yeah, the, the, uh, the
1: self locking one that was, you know, those electric screwdrivers he has, where it's just like a tube.
0: Mm, and just hit,
1: zh- yeah yeah it's like the big one the mini one so the big one's 100 bucks and the small one is 75 bucks so those aren't too bad because hmm, those nice. already look really like um pleasing to the eye hmm. that timer he has
0: oh, i i love that what was i forget the name of that bucks. Though.
1: uh time does it,
0: does, it does, does the timer have a name there
1: uh what is it called on here Brand time timer. Time timer MOD 60 minute visual analog desktop desktop timer. Interesting. Fair enough. I can send you the link though. I just I just sure. he has links in that video in the description to everything. Mm.
0: So I just I like when people do that.
1: Yeah. So that timer is very, very nice though. Very visual. I like it. Mm.
0: Um Yeah. I've I've I used to This is like a total product design flashback. But when I was a kid, my, uh, my grandparents used to live in Thornhill in Toronto and the bedroom that I would sleep in whenever we went over for sleepover, there was a brawn clock that Mm. was on the desk and it was black, like all black. And then the numbers were in white and then that orange color. Um, but at night they glue, they, glue in the dark they glowed in the dark mm. what would the tense of that be is it it's glowed they glue there's no way it's they glue in the dark no no you just say like they they glow in the dark yes they glow in the dark in the past tense yeah. Um and it made this very satisfying t- 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 right. see now you're thinking about the I'm thinking I'm weather, like wait is it, is it is it I'm gonna like, Google
1: oh, that. they glowed in the dark. Sounds, that's it, right? The past, they glowed in the dark.
0: The past tense of glow is glowed. Yeah, it just sounds okay. weird, but no, it is. It okay, does. yeah, it is. Okay. Glowing is the present tense. Glow glows is the, huh, yeah.
1: So they glowed the in the dark. The past tense of
0: glow is glowed.
1: Okay. So you're, you're right. They
0: yeah, glowed. it is spelled glowed, not glue.
1: It just It just sounds
0: weird, but it does if it was glue though it would be g-l-e-w not g-l-e-u or ue right g-l-u-e yeah no that's different right um but yeah very satisfying memory of this Mm -hmm. of this brawn clock and now that i'm an adult and i can purchase stuff on my own i feel like i want to get that clock again because like they don't my grandma doesn't have it anymore Uh as like a sentimental piece but also just to, a functional, but b sentimental. Because I remember falling asleep to that clock. Like
1: yeah, and it's nice. Uh, it's a nicely designed product.
0: It is. Was it was I it like this? I'm just gonna check.
1: Uh, I think so. Is it that one? It might have been. It's cheap. Um, it's just like a box.
0: I'm pretty sure. I know when I see it. I think it had a black face on it.
1: Oh, nice!
0: If I remember correctly.
1: Uh, is it like semicircular,
0: like this? Uh, no, I think no, it, I think it, it was, was like, boxy. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was square. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, if it's like an old one. It could actually be pretty like expensive, like old
0: brawn, you know? Okay, I found a picture of it here. It's it's basically the one that you showed me at the beginning. This one? Yeah, that one there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh forty two bucks. Okay, that's alarm clock.
0: That's money, yes. It's twice as
1: much as the white faced one.
0: Huh. How do you figure that? (laughs) It's more luxurious. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. I get it. But yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's also something you can appreciate because it is, it is Braun. Now, mm-hmm. Braun may not be the same thing that it was 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago with, I, I think, when was, was in his prime, but.
1: I think though you could eat, there's like the cheaper stuff now, but then there's still like the expensive like proper bronze stuff, which is like still really good. quality. Yeah, and very expensive. Yeah, and expensive. Yeah,
0: I I I always wanted. I remember going through a phase where I wanted to be like a watch guy. Yeah, um, and wanted like the bronze watch, and then I saw it was like two hundred and fifty dollars, and said, Hmm. I think I'll pass. Mm. I'm. I don't. I don't need to know the time that much all the time. I.
1: I the watch I has got me. I think is the is the coolest watch.
0: I do like that's a Casio one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do like that one. I'd get a bronze wall clock mm. before I got a watch, just to accentuate the the apartment a little bit.
1: Yeah, I want like every possible version of this watch. 'Cause it's the same one essentially that Marty wears in Back to the Future as well.
0: The Casio one that yeah, you use the
1: Casio calculator watch. Oh yeah. I just think it's the coolest thing ever.
0: Oh oh it is. It absolutely is. I've never I I wanted to be a watch guy like a long time ago, but just never got into it. I tried it for a bit, but I could never consistently wear it i'd always like get in the shower and it would be on and then i'd have to rush to take it off and (laughs) it's too much work for me personally Mm -hmm. personally speaking it was it was a bit too much but i mean everyone's got their thing i'm more of a hat guy than a uh Mm -hmm. than a watch guy and speaking of hats um the i don't remember if i ever even brought it up on here i don't think i did. but the Kangasaur patches have been ordered and oh. they're currently in production. And they should be done by the twenty fourth to the twenty-eighth of July.
1: Damn. They that's had, exciting. They
0: had, they had quite a long, like a twenty to twenty-five day business day lead time, which is is basically a month. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. They'll come when they're when they're ready. Um, but I think that I think there's a hundred of them that i got i think i ordered 100 so that's exciting excited for that yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it i i need to find a nice blank hat because i went to i got a draplin patch not too long ago two years ago a fair amount of time um and wanted to put it on a hat to wear it and i bought a like a seven dollar hat from h&m which was a bit of a mistake um and i sewed the patch on and it's not that it's bad, but it's just not a like a nice, well fitting hat. Mm-hmm. Um so it doesn't fit the same, it doesn't feel super nice. It's not what I wanted initially, but I was like ah, seven bucks is seven bucks. Um this time around though I will not be goofing in such a way where I will I will Find the right hat to iron this patch onto. And I'm very excited. How are you? And I will make sure that you you get yourself a patch.
1: Yes, I I would love one.
0: I would very much love one. Get one for you and one for Iz. Put on a jacket of some kind. Mm, Yeah, that would be cool. I want to get a beanie as well and put it on a beanie. A beanie would be cool. Yeah. I like it. That'd be really nice. Um,. But yeah, I'll I'll keep keep everyone updated on that as it uh, gets put together. So hopefully by the end of July, in uh, four to five podcast episode times, um, hopefully that they get delivered. Um, there was one thing from last week uh, that we there you introduced at the end that we would talk about in this episode, and that is logo launch mm-hmm. i think you gave us like a brief description of it at the end of it last week
1: yeah cuz i remember I, I i was like there was something i wanted to talk about and i totally forgot and then right yeah. as we ended i was like oh fuck i remember um yeah logo launch the process <laughs> required.